Welcome to the whitest house. Slave souls haunt the halls when the light is out. Except the blood of your power and the way they mouth. The last gas of a world that is dying out. Welcome to the whitest house. Where every room is a tomb that they lie about. Where you can put your filthy feet on the finest couch. And for the right amount, you can even buy it out. The essence of your entire political identity. You might be a white supremacist. Recording button has been pressed. Clap it up, clap it up. Hold up. Oh, I thought we had to do the claps. We'll do these. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah. We are back. We are off the road. We are in person. We are in we person. We are here. Hey, yeah. what up, y'all? Welcome to This Week in White Supremacy. Uh, my name is Jasiri X. I am co-founder and CEO. And to my immediate right. It's your girl. Photo shoot fresh. Hashtag big blessing. <laughs> big blessing with the big blessing. It's a grown miracle. And if you could please just turn that microphone. What do you have against like Close. being heard? No, just okay. turn it. We need the lapel mic. No, oh, you okay. just need to be better at being I on camera. Can't do that. Jeez. Okay. You can do um, all things through carbs. We're trying to. We're the trying to. Carbs that sustains me. Yes. We're trying to make sure that the audience hears miracle because oftentimes. She has so many profound things to say on these subjects. Um, you and say I talk a lot. No, you have profound so, things. Like so, we want to capture projection miracle those profound stop things. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, right across from me, my brother, Treble NLS, never like supremacy, next level shaman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You already know. Never losing sight, mm, man. You feel me? And uh, my brother. Yes, the revolutionary but gorgeous, the supreme Asiatic intelligently divine, the boombox Bin Laden. Oh, <laughs> okay. Man. I don't know about that Yeah, one. I don't know about that one either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not co-signing. And then... Oh, no, yes, 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 we're not. Yes, we are. Definitely not co-signing that. Uh, <laughs> my, my terrorism twin. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you my twin, you my treacherous little twin. Oh, my God. Um, So, <laughs> this is how we're starting off, man. Always something. This is how we're starting off. Well, we, we were starting off, you know, and maybe, maybe we're turned up, right? Because we're coming off. The, the blackest, blackest Super Bowl ever. The, black bowl. the blackest Super Bowl black of all bowl. time. The Black Bowl. The Black Bowl. Yes, yes. Um, Damn, that's a hell of a... The Black Bowl. <laughs> Pornhub's gonna steal that next year. Oh, <laughs> They're gonna run with that shit next year. From black to black bowl. Oh, Man. my God. Um. So, this was the question, right? That um. And, and it's, so, of course, the... <laughs> what? What happened? I don't know. I, whatever happened, I just I missed it. I missed it. I did, I did not. I did not catch it. I um, said from black to black bowl. That's okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, no, come on, man, y'all is wilding, bro. Don't you? We're trying to be on TV now. All right. Um, we did our nine seconds. No, no, we we're did. trying to be on TV now. Um, so with that being wow. said, right, we had. Hold on, come out. We had we go. Let's get back to the Super Bowl, please. The Super Bowl, the Super Bowl, history making had the for the first time two black starting quarterbacks, right? Right, um, record setters, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Jalen Hurts, uh, although the Philadelphia Eagles lost, he set records for uh, most uh, rushing TDs, yeah. 
the first quarterback to like, I think he ran for the most yards of any quarterback. Yeah. Breaking Steve McNair's record, another brother. Right. Um, God bless the dead. Yeah, God, absolutely. God bless the dead. He, like, for through passes, for whatever, like, passes, touchdowns thrown and touchdowns ran. He went crazy. Yeah, his total um, points, like, yeah, Jalen Hurts should have been MVP. Yeah, I mean, even though they lost, you yeah, could, he, he, he should have been been Super Bowl MVP. From being MVP, Patrick Mahomes won again, a second-time winner, another black quarterback. Um, and you had, of course, right, a... And between all this football, right, what a lot of people were there to see was the return of Rihanna. The return of the queen. The Rihanna concert. The Rihanna concert that they had the nerve to play football after. Right, the Rihanna concert. And, you know, Rihanna was carrying a a little black child on board, right? And and Rihanna actually had more viewers in the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. Rihanna had 118 million viewers. The Super Bowl had 113 million. I I can believe that. And they said this was the third highest watch wall of all time. So Rihanna did her performance. I thought she did it amazing. And then Rihanna, yeah, and I she like came, and that was a black, all them dancers. Was there a white dancer? I didn't see not one. I just seen a bunch of brothers and Rihanna. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Handling a business. You know what I'm saying? Shit was hot. It was hot. You know, it was crazy. She brought the Caribbean effects. Um, yo, I was, yo, I was rocking out the older tunes and that. I yes. was like, yo, I, I, I mean, I, I'm a big Rihanna fan. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. liked it. And ASAP, I seen ASAP holding yeah. the camera up. Oh, I missed yeah, that. ASAP, oh, yeah, ASAP. Yeah, yeah, ASAP. Proud dad. And and you, you know, ASAP was uh shooting the club Stop. up, shooting the club <laughs> all the way up. All Yo, the, the club. Man, ASAP was like, listen, I ain't waiting for Trojan no. Trojan did not sponsor the no. halftime no. show. I was like, Yo, I see why they call him ASAP Rocky. Yeah. Oh. Oh. As soon as he could, he was like, listen, we getting another one. <laughs> and another one. And another <laughs> one. <laughs> DJ, DJ Khaled. <laughs> and we, but we also had um, Cheryl Lee Ralph singing, you know, the. Right, right, right. Black national anthem, let every voice and sing. Mm-hmm. And, and we had Babyface. Do America the Beautiful. Do America the Beautiful. So with all this being said, did you all feel at home? Watching, did you feel? I was like, at home watching it. Yeah, did you feel like this was the blackest <laughs> Super Bowl that we've ever seen? Um, this black AF. That yeah. Rihanna concert was nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I didn't yeah. really watch the football like okay. that, but okay, I did enjoy that yeah, Rihanna yeah. concert. Absolutely, and and you know, I think the NFL right now is like seventy percent black. Just period. Miracle. Hey. You know, I didn't watch the Super Bowl. That's wild, right? Shout, you didn't find a place shout, to post up and, to and get your and get your wings on. You didn't find a place to. Um, my family did. I um, actually because of the Colin Kaepernick uh, boycott. Oh, you're still boycotting. I, just, I like I've given up kind of on wow. like, football. So I really, I did, you know, I saw somebody post that and I was like, "Yo, you was a soldier, man." Right. <laughs> he was I, like, I, I never stopped watching years. the NFL. It's been. I was like, "Yo, you still boycotting?" Like, wow. I'm just so used to like not doing stuff. I'm with that. Room. I'm with y'all. So yeah. unless I'm, I'm like, not mad at y'all at somebody's house, I've seen like some clips. Now for me, yeah, I have a rule: or lift every voice and sing. Oh, okay. It has to be the tradition when it's, when it's in mixed company. Oh, mixed company. <laughs> you have to sing it a certain way. Oh, because oh. it's the introduction. Yes, yes. They might not have never heard They've it never before. Heard it before you don't sing. Yes. you don't sing the full song. A hundred percent. You just right. do the first intro and the chorus, and that's that, it. And that's it. And you felt and like. You, you know, I love Shirley Ralph. She's yeah, she, yeah. She is a Broadway diva. A hundred percent. And I feel like Broadway and the NFL audience. I mean, but. May not have been like 
there. But oh, okay. I, I like I like the music. But I but I feel you. But okay, so here you 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 approach Cheryl Lee Ralph and you're like, yo, Cheryl, we going to sing, lift every voice and sing at the Super Bowl. You think she ain't coming with a production? She came. She's like, I'm gonna Beyonce this thing out. What y'all did. talking she, about? She came with theatrics. hundred percent movement. Yeah. She was like, oh, I'm gonna. She you. took your rules and just threw them right she in. She said, I'm gonna <laughs> give you Dream Girls. hundred percent. Yeah, it's a Super Bowl. Boys. She got and the, and the Eagles are playing. I think she from Philadelphia. I know she, she lives. In, I think she she lives. Li- yeah, she lives in Philly. Of course, Abbott Elementary set in Philadelphia. Philly. Come on, man. So you know she got on. She did. She did put on. She did put on. But I like it. She did. It was only two minutes. Yes. And I appreciate that because I've been to some places and the, and I was like, we can't sing the whole eight minutes. That is true. That is true. Song, what is, White what folks is start getting uncomfortable, right? They start <laughs> getting, like... you know what I'm saying? It would be like if they sung the third national anthem verse to us, mm. the one where it's like, to. kill the black people, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I want them to Isn't sing. it like get rid of all niggers in the third, the third verse? The Ode to Slavery, the, the, our yes. current national anthem is the Star Spangled Banner, the yes. third stanza. Yes. Is the ode to slavery? Oh, I did not. Okay, it's an ode to slavery. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course we'd be uncomfortable. You know, it's funny because now it was the, woke though. No, these GOP probably are going to start singing and <laughs> start requiring <laughs> the third stanza. But there was something else, Farouk, that also made this the blackest Super Bowl. And thankfully, I think I know where you're going. Thankfully, with that, uh, Chris Berman, uh, who is a sports caster. For ESPN, let us know what else made this the blackest Super Bowl. Can you play that clip for us, Farouk? I would just like to preface this that, you know, <laughs> the black community used to love Chris Berman. <laughs> and we used to look forward to his commentary <laughs> because he's given us so many great sound bites over the years. I, and unfortunately, this isn't one of them? I mean, it's great <laughs> for the wrong reasons. But here we go. But also, of course. Two African-American quarterbacks starting against each other in the Super Bowl for the first time. Fittingly, February 12th is Abe Lincoln's birthday. Here we go with the highlights. Your birthday, baby. <laughs> fittingly. Fittingly? He said fittingly. He said, uh, uh, he, he, he said, he said uh, the reason you niggers are even here today. <laughs> Abe Lincoln's birthday. Give thanks. <laughs> you would still be in chains if it wasn't for yeah. the white man who set y'all free. Give him his props. <laughs> I just want to shout out Patrick Mahomes Sr. Oh, man. For being a, a nigga. He's a real. <laughs> for being a nigga. He is what? Yes. The blackest father. He said it's Philly Blunts today. Hey, it's wild because, you know, Patrick Mahomes comes across as like kind of mild mannered. And, it, you know, of course, he's not. I mean, he's a he's a lighter skinned brother. He's biracial. He does. He's not somebody that wears his blackness on his sleeve. <laughs> you know, he's married. He has a, he has a white wife. But his dad almost like makes up for it. Like his, yeah, dad, oh yeah, his yeah. dad is such a nigga. They said Patrick Mahomes going to be raising a black queen. <laughs> he is. He is. One drop, Farouk. One drop. An octoroon. Afternoon, my octoroon. No, no, sir. That's offensive. Can we take a moment to appreciate my growth and how I said it's okay that we had two black quarterbacks yes, yes, in the Super Bowl? Yes, yes. The proud colorist. Right, the proud colorist. Yes, yes. You included Patrick Mahomes. And his and his reddish hair, right? <laughs> into into the conversation. But it's dad. Yeah, his dad is his dad's real. Um so any other comment on the Abe Lincoln, like this is Abe Lincoln's birthday, other than like white 
He was gonna, he was man. gonna, he was gonna get something. Like you gonna, no, nah, you gonna get these white people some credit today. I feel like, yo, when I heard him say that, I'm like, so basically, you're saying <laughs> if it wasn't for Abe Lincoln, uh, that's exactly what these niggas would yes. not be on this field. Right? Y'all, be, y'all be Mandingo fighting. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm going to save Brother Chip. Wow. Can I save Brother no, Chip? Sorry. Who's Chip? What's his name again? Uh, Chris Berman. Oh, okay. oh you think of Chip now. You're thinking of uh, Skip Skip Bayless. It would, Skip Bayless would say something wild like that, but he did, that wasn't him this time. What? Oh, my Chris God. Chris was like, look, they take in history out of schools. I know they can't teach y'all, you know, slavery anymore. That is true. That is Let true. Let me just drop an educational ah, fact during Black History Month so we understand this moment. That's ah, what Brother Berman. It. Man, you definitely need to do PR. Hey, that's what Brother yes. Berman was trying to do. That is I am, that's going to be, calling. you know, as soon as I get some money, that's going to be my next, you know, <laughs> uh, investment. Miracle PR. <laughs> um, so apparently, though, everybody... Did not like the blackness of the Super Bowl. Am I no, everybody? you don't say. Yes, I'm pretty much like white ring Republican. Um, this so, is the worst Super Bowl ever. So this is what Marjorie Taylor Greene said. Marjorie oh, Taylor Greene. And you know, she is, uh, you know, an, an, uh, just a pure idiot. But, you know, somehow got to be a congressperson. <laughs> she said, Chris Stapleton just sang the most beautiful national anthem at the Super Bowl. But we could have gone without the rest of the wokeness. Mm. So our sister, our first guest in the history of this week in white supremacy, Dr. Ujuanya said, so what came before the white man sang the national anthem that she wished wasn't there? Mm. Black, mm. black people, black music, mm. black culture. I've been telling y'all when white conservatives say woke, they mean nigger. That's a fact. Her, 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 uh, what's the other crazy white one? Lauren Bobbitt. She Bobert. said Bobert. Bobert, Bobbitt, same thing. She said Bobbitt is the one who snipped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, she, yeah, yeah she didn't yeah. snip, snip. She just said shing. She yeah, just that's, that's kind of, come on, that's, that's making me cringe. Um, <laughs> Lauren, Lauren <laughs> Bobert said America only has one national anthem. Why is the NFL trying to divide us by playing multiple? Do football, not wokeness. So is wokeness the new nigger? I mean, th- I think they would like it to be. I get so upset when people say woke, like it's just anybody. Yeah, just in general, like it's a fucking whack, like whack term. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's just uh, well, cringy. It's, it's, it's because has it become you know like previously it was like stay woke was kind of like right yeah that was, was it oh, like it had about maybe about a three month run yeah and then white folks co opted that hundred percent and then yeah. they just took it to another place as they do yeah like anything like you're not we're not saying bling bling and as soon as white people found out about bling bling everything oh was God, bling bro, and then on. it just we had to go find another word you know what I'm yes, saying like, yes. <laughs> they no but it. I don't I don't like I mean wokeness is like a term for anything like progressive anything for but it's specifically highlighting blackness. Yeah, it, it goes against blackness. Well, right, right. It's like the, the term was supposed to mean like your consciousness is raised, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know about your history, you know about what's going on. Stay in the woke, world. king. Stay yeah, woke. Exactly, exactly. You know your consciousness being raised, but now it's become anything against like traditional American values. Right, becomes woke now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But are they? Were these two specific, you know, known racist miracle talking, calling us niggas? Were they? 
What they calling sneakers? With What you you say? She said with their full chest. Oh, it's funny because Chris Stapleton is someone who was at the Medea concert singing. Or, you know, the Medea talking about Black Lives Do Matter. Absolutely. And so the person who is the epitome of wokeness yeah. would be Chris Stapleton. It's hilarious, right? Chris Stapleton actually said in the wake of George Floyd's death, Black Lives Absolutely Do Matter, and that he feels like America was living in a myth. And this is the Chris Tape. So it's, it's it's funny that, you know, because you look at him. He's a, that man. Yeah, you know, Lord he's a country music dude. He got the cowboy head. He got the beard. And you might think you might look at him and think that he was just some country music dude. But he's actually somebody that has spoken out, you know. I would argue he was like the wokest person there. Oh, wow. You know, mm. oh, really? Man. With the cross-dressing Medea, you know. Okay, oh, okay, right? I got you, I got you. I, I would argue that Chris was the wokest person. So if they wanted somebody to go after, it would have been Chris. But no, they decided to do everybody else. Yes, he said. Do I think Black Lives Matter? Absolutely. I don't know how you could think they don't. Shout out to Chris. Um, and, and you know, I don't know if he's commented about. You know, white people like and and just like you said, what's the difference between Chris Stapleton and Cheryl Lee Ralph and Rihanna? The only, I mean, is is that he's he, he's white. He's a cisgendered white man. A hundred percent. That's it. And so it's like now, Babyface. You know, all of these people. Just like you said, it's not like Cheryl Lee Ralph and Babyface and Rihanna are like some you know un you know, black activist type you know individuals but that make Rih- that type of music. Rihanna did spray paint. Fuck Donald Trump. She did. And Trump obviously has never. <laughs> Letting that go. Hey, yo, yeah. Trump, if you, yeah, Trump basically uh, said she had no talents. <sighs> he, he, fuck Donald Trump. Yes, 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 yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Trump. Without her quote unquote no stylist. Either. I mean, huh? you know. Apparently, we would have no talent. Oh, yeah, yeah. With you know that sound, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so he's, yeah. You know, anybody that kind of disagrees with him? Yeah, criticizes Donald yeah. Trump is yeah. like worthless. Yeah, he's an all or nothing dude. It's like you either, and it's not like you. You can't even be like he's okay. Like if you came with like Donald Trump, he's okay. He's mad at you. <laughs> you know, you got to be like securely on his. You got to be on your knees. I, he picked Lil Pump. Listen, he picked Lil Pump. He did as the person right. to endorse him. So I don't understand 100%. Yeah. how he could even have any type of qualifications. To talk about talent. He, he he definitely does not have qualifications to talk about talent. And just like you said, I mean, come on, like he's he's Donald Trump. Man. I mean, you know, but I mean, it's like you spraying your face to be close to our color, man. Stop that, man. I will stop say, all your shout racism. Out to babyface, because like, what is this three, four decades of just like effortless? Yeah. Music? Yes. Yeah. Just yeah. like babyface been around since like the seventies. So yeah, beautiful as a song, he just doesn't, you know, sit with me. And I just he did a good, you know. Babyface did an excellent job. And like you said, I mean, you know, we enjoyed a black Super Bowl. We did. You know yeah, you know we did. Even a- even with like, you know, knowing that like a black child was ready to be born. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop the Messiah. You know what I'm saying? She got the black Messiah at the <laughs> yeah, Super Bowl. Man, someone yeah, said, yeah, listen, beautiful. someone said on Instagram that an unborn black baby had been to the Super Bowl before the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as fuck. Oh no, Woo, man! Oh, that, is, that is pretty good. <laughs> that is that is pretty good. So in other news, man. oh that's um, great. You know, shout out to the Super Bowl, and I, but you know, you know, next year, 
They try. They probably find the whitest because oh, these man. last two you know. halftime shows. Yeah. Eminem well, last three because year. we had the weekend. We had. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about the weekend. We had no the weekend. We had Dre with the aftermath one, and then 50 yeah, yeah. And all and them. Then Rihanna, yeah. And then Rihanna. Yeah, yeah. Who's before the weekend? I do not. That know. was that wasn't that the one with Justin Timberlake. Oh, Probably. What, which one was the Beyonce one that? Just that was started? about ten yeah, years. That was ago. a while. Yeah. yeah. It started this like well no that was actually not Beyonce it was Bruno Mars it was Bruno yeah. Mars and he made the mistake of bringing out <laughs> you can't bring Beyonce out there's no extra guest yeah no nah, that it's becomes her now. shit yeah that becomes it's her shit. now you know what I'm saying um, did you get your tickets Beyonce tickets are you looking at me with <laughs> do something you but, know it was it would be cool I wonder if there's anybody at this. Table who had pre. I did. I did have the ability. Yeah, and I I totally dropped the ball. You know, I was traveling miracles. A lot going on. Um, It's okay. I will. I'm trying again next week. Okay. um, Good. Good. For the the Verizon pre-sale through another person. What what was her name that was calling Beyonce a devil worshiper? Oh, oh, some yeah, yeah, some pastor. Yeah, she's you know a bugger. Clearly, that that message did not get across because all of the pre-sales. Are just like sold out. Yeah, I, it yeah. was. It was a. Uh, I forget. It's like a, he does like Twitter comedy, and he was talking about like the pastor. Like, no, it's you gotta. It's on her name. You gotta go beyond what she says. It's <laughs> beyond. Say, I was like, oh, that's, that's hilarious. A bar. I was like, that's a bar. That's a bar. That is hard. Um. So another news though. But I will get Beyonce tickets. Oh, hopefully, one, hopefully, one way. Or well, the and, inshallah. Well, you know what else we trying to get? Miracle, liberation. I mean, yes, yes. And we also trying to get Carolyn Bryan Donham in some damn handcuffs. You know what I'm saying? For those that don't know her, this was the woman who lied on Emmett Till. Mm -hmm. She lied on Emmett Till. Emmett Till suffered a gruesome death. And of course, you know, the movie came out uh, recently. Um, It, you know, it sparked the civil rights movement. Shout out to Mama Till uh, for the sacrifice that she made. She's still alive. And I don't care how old she is. I don't care if her teeth don't work. I don't care if she got to get IVs every morning. All that stuff need to be we, happening in jail. We need to prolong her life. That's what we need to do so she can spend longer time in 100%. jail. 100%. So, or, or she can do like the walk of shame from Game of Thrones. <laughs> shame. Hey, bro. Shame. I would have mad to me. Hey, bro. Listen. I'm throwing. We need to find like who, who's like the fastest pitcher. <laughs> Oh, like Araldus Chapman? <laughs> have, her, have her throw like frozen grapefruits at her? So it says in a federal lawsuit filed earlier this week, a family member of Emmett Till is demanding that the LaFleur County Sheriff Ricky Banks serve an arrest warrant from 1955. <laughs> Damn right. Hell yeah. Yo, here's a warrant from 1955. Serve that shit uh, on, on Carolyn Bryan Donham for her role in the death of Till. Last year, a five-member search group <laughs> Shout out to him too, including members of Till's family. Ran down on her. No, no, they found the arrest warrant. Oh, okay. For Bryant at the courthouse. But didn't they go to the nursing home? Yes, I don't think she was at that nursing home. Okay, I'm gonna say because they definitely ran down on the, the nursing home. The spirit of running down on the nursing home, I'm with a hundred thousand percent. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so what do you all think? Miracle, you know, you're the you're our lawyer, you're our legal uh, representative, right? Um, because if it's for murder, right, you still, there are no statute of, no of limitation, right? Can they make him serve this warrant? No. Oh, that man damn. already said he wasn't going to do it. Oh, he did. They've been trying. He said, let that woman die in peace. No, well, absolutely I, not. 
Absolutely not. What I think should happen, I think that she really just needs to make an apology and just admit like her wrongdoing. Uh, yeah, she, keeps, yeah, she likes yeah. to waddle back and forth. I said this to this interviewer. No, I didn't. I yeah, 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 yeah. No, I didn't. I think that she just needs to take responsibility, and they should basically say, "Look, we're going to use this arrest warrant um, over you if you just don't comply, take responsibility, apologize, and be truthful, and move on." Mm. And then we can like let this go. I, um, the 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 men who killed Emmett, I believe, are dead now. Yeah, and, yeah. I, I... Um, they and and the reason we know what ended up happening is because after they were exonerated, they did an interview of basically admitting everything. Right? Yeah. Mm. Um. And and so this is why the Till family has every right to be outraged and fighting. Um, but I don't foresee any judge saying, "Yeah, serve this warrant." So the uh, the but but I guess in theory, um, they could couldn't a federal court say we want to serve this? Like you have to serve this? Could a federal court like no, tell the? There, there could they tell be... the sheriff? Because this is a federal lawsuit. So could they say to the sheriff, by federal law, you have to serve this warrant? They can, but the. the the sheriff is going to argue he has a discretion to prosecute Kate. I mean, to arrest, mm. you know, and it's within his purview not to arrest this person. The prosecutor, um, as well, I believe, has come out and said there's not enough evidence for a conviction. Right. Um, and so with those two in hand, the judge can really dismiss and say, hey, um, there really is no, no standing. If a judge wanted to be like, hey, it's there and force it. He could, right. but they're probably not going. To. I, I could hear someone saying like she suffered enough. She's had a lifetime of Man. crisis of conscience. Hell no. We don't need it. Like shut the fuck up. And, like, and right, and I, like, but I could see a judge saying that. Who like who are you to say? You know what I'm saying? Like because we not this is Emmett Till's family, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like who are you to say tell that family? No, are you still alive? And you know, again, like you said, like hey. If they find them Nazis that participate in the Holocaust, Come on. I don't care if them Nazis is 99. They the one nigga was, was 101 years old. He got sentenced to 100%. Yeah. Take that dude. You got to pay for these crimes that you did. It was a guy. Um, I was in a barbershop. We was talking. It was a guy that um, I guess they just pulled him over in his car. And he had been on a run for like 30 years from like a murder like warrant. And it kind of bugged me out because, one, I, I don't know why he would have allowed himself to be pulled over if you know you're on a run. But it's like if he would have just went in 30 years ago, he might be out of prison by right, now. Right, yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, like, now you got to go in. That family ain't worried about, oh, it's, it's been 30 years. He didn't serve any time. Just let him go. Nah. You know what I'm saying? And, again, like, that ain't for us to say. That's for the Till family to say. Mm-hmm. You have any comment, Trouble? I, I was sitting here trying to think because – um I don't like saying that people should go to jail just because, you know, I'm team abolish the police. Yes. I'm team abolish the carceral system. hundred percent. But yeah. I'm but. also team. <laughs> I'm also team repenting and um, yes. righting your wrongs. You yes. And, and I feel like something needs to be done. A hundred percent. Cause uh, it's like, it's been years. You've been ducking and dodging. hundred percent. hundred percent. We all know what you did at this point. Like, like, let's say she was like using her name. Like, let's say she like got with the Till family and was like, Hey, you know, yeah, you know, they're not going to have me go to jail, but can I get with you all? Can I make some type of restitution? Can I join you all in helping to like, make sure this never happened again? Like now, 
I would, I would, I would be with you. I'll be like, yo, she. Mm-hmm. At, this is what we call restorative justice, right? Mm-hmm. That yeah. that you don't have to go to, but you can't just be like, I'm gonna ignore this. I'm gonna lie about this. I'm not gonna admit my role in this. You know, what and she then you do? want somebody to say she suffered enough? No, hell no. She should start a Karen task force. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And, and, and and you know, ironically, this week in white supremacy. In white supremacy, there has been like a plethora. We mm, have a Karen. That's a word. We have a plethora of Karens we do. Uh, that are happening today, what, right? Which one should we talk? Wait, should we go to my homeland first? Like or more than one Karen called? A Karen. What is it? A cult of Karen? A cult of Karen? Oh, I like that. I don't know. I like that. What is a? What is more than one? We have to come up with that term, that terminology. More than one Karen's, right? You know how, like, a group of crows is called a murder of crows? 100%, yeah. yeah. So, a group, a murder of Karen's? I, I like a cult of Karen's. A cult, yeah, a cult of Karen's is good, you know what I'm yeah. Um, yeah, let's go to your hometown where a woman took her son. Not my hometown, my home country. Oh, your she home was, country, but I think yes. she was in Brampton, though. Okay, your home country, right. Well, yeah. She was somewhere that obviously they had a lot of black and brown doctors. Yeah, I mean, Bra- Brampton is like the unofficial home of brown people. 100%. Yeah, yeah. and she was not with that. No, um, she was tight. She wanted her son to be treated. Yeah, by uh, a white doctor. A white doctor. So this is, this is a woman in, uh, in Brampton, Ontario, Canada, which is not Toronto, Tory Lanes. Um, <laughs> and... She wanted Speaking her son going to jail, right? Now, listen, she wanted her son to be seen by a white doctor that speaks English. Who speaks English? Not one of these brown people. And this is her tirade. Isn't the language French? A white doctor. It's only a That's only in Quebec and New Brunswick. Not- so you're saying in the whole entire building there isn't one white doctor? And your kid has to be seen by a pediatrician. Oh, it's a okay, so, so you're telling me that my kid has chest pains, he's going to have to sit here until 4 o'clock. Can I see a doctor please that's white? Why it doesn't have brown teeth yeah, or speak know. English. Huh? Okay, no, she's in Canada. She's Canadian. Does being white makes him more? She said she should shoot herself. Well, speaking English is one thing. Being white is different. How are you communicating to everyone? Everyone's incapable of speaking English. Yeah. Their license. That's why I mean, that's you crazy. His mother, then him needing to see a doctor. Ooh. You are extremely rude and racist. Come on. You want to talk about people being at a hospital? Maybe you should check oh, yourself. There was a daughter. I don't care. Yeah, I'm asking for my like, why, why are you yelling at me? This is what happens. When you, you are yelling at everyone. You are yelling at everyone. So, you're going to fight me? No. Yeah. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. Use your privilege, use your whiteness. To challenge other Karen, you know what I'm saying? Like that was a brown that? woman, but yeah. Oh, there was a brown. Yeah, that was a brown woman. Oh yeah. well, shout out to the brown woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like for not allowing that racism to be undressed. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And she was right. That child. So is, it is turned out shit. later. It turned out later that um she was calling like neighborhood children the N word. Uh, they're like, oh. they, they released like police reports on her and everything. Like oh. neighbors were coming out. She had two black friends who were Shouldn't like, "She be going to the hospital? Come on, man! Mental institution. Yeah, yes, yeah, a mental she, institution. That's what yeah, I meant." Yeah, she miracle. she had two black friends who were like, we're, "We stopped being friends with her a long time ago because like she she ramped up like a lot of racial jokes, and mm. we just like couldn't tolerate it anymore." Wow. 
Yeah, so you got a whole dossier. You got like the Canadian dossier. I mean, no, like it's a three, it's a four minute video. So like okay. they have all of oh, that. Oh, they had in the video. all yeah. the information. Yeah, in all the of video. it in the video. Yeah, yeah. they. Uh, like, I guess. Um, Do we uh, know her name? Yeah, uh, I, I, the reporter from CTV, I think her name's Tasha Tang. Uh, she actually went to her house. No, I'm talking about the white woman. No, name. yeah, yeah, I don't remember the the white woman's like, name. I know it's not but, Tasha Tang. No, no, no. Yeah. But the reporter, the CTV yeah, went yeah. to her house and they knocked on the door and she opened the door and like looked and at the seen, camera and, and seen an Asian woman. Seen an Asian woman and was like, <laughs> "Fuck you." <laughs> like, not in my. Well, let yeah. me look at the color of your teeth. Uh, yeah, before bro. I talk that's to you. wild. Like yeah, brown people got wild. brown teeth. I've never that, seen a brown person with brown teeth. That is wild. And again, like you're taking your child someplace to be service to be yeah. cared for you know to be looked after and that's the attitude you come in there and you think like somebody's then gonna like look after your child right you know what I'm saying? but my mom works in the medical field and she okay. said this is normal really yeah even today people will ask for a, a person who's white mm-hmm. wow um, they'll ask for non-black caretakers yeah all type of stuff yeah. and like sometimes like they don't know what to do because like you have to not only keep the clients or the you know person. Man, I know what to do. Take your ass no, <laughs> to no. a different hospital. <laughs> Drag limp your ass someplace where some white people can take care you of you. You also have to protect the staff. So, like, do you force your staff to take care of someone? Hell who's no. Right. Right. She who must Hell not be no. named told me about that stuff. You know, and so <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Stop, nah, uh-uh. Yeah, and so. Um, Okay. That's clever, isn't it? Yeah. No, I don't. I, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And so, working in the medical field, there's so much like racism, anti-blackness, and bigotry. Yes. Like, it's just it's ridiculous because of the end. Because nice job, <laughs> miracle. You caught yourself. Hashtag At big blessing. End of the day. Oh, someone on, said let's it. Let's do it. <laughs> the end of the day. At the end of the day, you're going to a medical facility to get care. You that's what I'm saying. The quote unquote best and brightest. Right. Now, mind you, in Florida, 50 50, because they over here buying medical certificates. But usually, True. when you go to the hospital, you get the best and brightest. And those are the people you want to take care 100%. of. 100%. So, why are you arguing with someone? It doesn't matter if they're, if they're brown or it doesn't matter if they're an immigrant. Well, I mean, but, well, they to have us, the best care. But to us, but a white supremacist person sees an African or Indian or no, they Asian. No, don't, they doctor. don't recognize a human. No. Mm. And they see yeah. that as, oh, I'm getting inferior service. I'm getting inferior support because not only i mean we talk about the 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 um you know the the accomplishments of black surgeons and black medical people you know what i'm saying asian folks brown folks it doesn't matter in their mind they're getting lesser service because this is a black or brown person or maybe they don't even want to be touched by us remember in oz did you did y'all watch oz? Uh, when schillinger got, oh, the, he got gums. the gums he got the black man, i remember gums. that shit man <laughs> i forgot you watched oh that's such a great <laughs> show i love oz it was all right i the oz is just okay it's okay I had a BC Kareem Saeed. Like, yeah, mine the last season the last was trash. Season. Last season was trash. It had, it had about three good seasons, and then it started Oz to get wild. So good. Started to get was, crazy. Was, Man, my nigga was Kareem Saeed. But yes, was it was a, for those that don't know, Oz was a TV show on HBO. There was a scene Lighter where. Than the wire. Uh, Miracle, don't Ooh, get kicked off. I don't know about that. Don't get fired I on Valentine's Day. <laughs> we have to have, me and Miracle have to have our wire podcast. We argue about the wire. the wire. There was a white supremacist character on, um, on Oz. Played by J.K. Simmons. He had to get um, a gum transplant, and they gave him the gums of a black person. 
And then he try to then he try to cut him out. Try to cut his gums out because he no longer had pure Aryan blood. Right, so, because yeah. his gums came from a black person. So again, this is kind of this the craziness of white supremacy is that you'll go to the or even you know recently where the guy was like, oh, I, 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 or the, it was a white lady who wanted a delivery but wanted to make sure that there was a white driver that brought her a delivery, mm-hmm. not a not a black driver. And so you know just the insanity of where we are today. But there was a speaking of. Black, you know, I guess he, well, he wasn't people. delivery person, but he was an HVAC person. He was in a neighborhood in Minnesota and apparently. Cool, like Minnesota. A white woman again. And this is that you're going, you want to weaponize the police against us. You know what I'm saying? It was white tears, but on an Asian woman. Oh, this was an Asian woman. Yeah, she was an Asian woman. Yeah, she, okay. she had a, an identifiable Asian accent. Okay, and she and- attempted to use the police against this black man. Who was just simply doing his job, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Just and which but but you know, being black in America, I mean this is very what dangerous. Can come with it. Very dangerous. Here we go. Oh, it's muted. Look at it. She said I just threatened her. What threat what what threat did I make to her? Hey, thank God for cell phones. I mean, just think about the stuff. What that threat we did would, I make to her? No. Huh? <laughs> Let me get to the This is video. crazy. But she's crying. Oh, there's there's two different videos? Yeah, there's two. The police can come quicker. She starts yelling. Now he's like over 10 feet away from her. He's not even close to her. What? He's not aggressive at all. He's filming himself. Yeah. What? What? And she closed the garage door. What the world is this? Like she could have just closed the garage door to begin with. Like she's inside of her house. He's making no attempt to approach her. He's making no attempt to get any close. And then like people watched this video and was wondering, like, is this dude is this brother okay? Like, did he make it out alive? Because of you, you know, you're you're obviously she gave the police a description. She's acting like this man is this huge threat. You know what I'm saying? And then that could actually lead to our murder. She should be charged with something. Absolutely. At, least, she at, should at the very least, uh, filing a false report. At the, at, ve- at the least. At the very least. I believe that, you know, these should be hate crimes. I agree. 100%. These should be addressed as hate crimes. 100%. Because, you know, so many people, specifically white women, but this is clearly not exclusive, mutually exclusive to white women, 100%. have weaponized these phone calls. Yes. With the result of black people being murdered Absolutely. at the hands of the police. Like for, the Emmett Till case. For, this yeah. is no different than Emmett Till. Yeah. There, 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 you know, there needs to be like a federal Emmett Till bill. A hundred, I agree. Some 100%. legislation that would, in, you know, incorporate this because enough is enough, man. Enough That's, is enough. Yeah. There's yeah. no safety in just walking. Like it's, you know, we talk about this all the time. We joke on the show, right? We make a lot of jokes and it's yes. fun. It's a good time, right? But... The hypervigilance black people have to leave the house with. It's, a, it's an accessory. Yeah, 100%. It's just 100%. like, you know, you get your keys, your wallet, you yeah. know. We have to make sure, like, you know, you know, with the, um, like, your insurance and everything. Yeah. I keep my insurance on the top of my visor. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just you don't so have I to can go, keep my hands on my wheel. Yeah, so you don't and, have to go into. So I don't, exactly. And it's like, laminated. So it's like yeah, a big yeah, yeah, laminate yeah. Yeah. that comes out. That's smart, actually. Yeah. You know but, saying? I mean, we shouldn't have to be shouldn't that to prepared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's even the case of, like, you know, you can't, you got to think about, like, how, am I being too aggressive right. in the situation? Mm-hmm. Because even if an injustice happens to you, I mean, you know, I've just, that's just happened to me many times where you have to calculate, like, okay, some races just happened. Like, one, like, am I going to 
go in today. But then it's like, depending on how you go in, now all of a sudden you're the aggressor, you're right. in the wrong, you know what I'm saying? You're being arrested. You're, I mean, we've seen that happen time and time again. Mm-hmm. I just saw a video somebody post where it was uh, two the young, young black women who were filming a police officer basically on top of this 13-year-old boy. Yeah. And they're filming and they're saying like, yo, you're, he, and the little boy was saying, you're hurting him. He's like, yo, you're hurting him. You're hurting him. He was like, if y'all don't stop, I'm going to arrest you. And they were like, well, we're just saying you're hurting this. And, and, and that dude got off that 13-year-old and went and threw one of these girls on the ground and arrested her. Yeah. And mm-hmm. all she was doing was simply film. All she did was like, hey, I don't know if she even knew the boy. Cause I don't think they even did, but they saw this young boy being harassed by this officer and they just start filming. And it's like just that act. Now this girl got thrown in the ground. She was arrested and she was like a teenager. You know what I'm saying? And so like, again, like even if you go to confront some racism, you're like putting your life on the line or in danger because of what could happen um, uh, with a police officer. Miracle. You have something to say? I'm very grateful and thankful that this has not happened to any of my male family members. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we ride in like our family. I mean, look. <laughs> we like, we already outside. know where you live. Like we, <laughs> Come outside for a second. Come out there, girl. Um, but this goes to show that for some folks, in order to be American and be perceived True. as American, you have to adopt the mantle of white supremacy. Come on, Miracle. Is, you know, that man on the Fox, you know, sports programs talking about black mothers or right, it right. is, you know, people literally talking. Whitelock, I believe his name is Jason Whitelock. Whitelock. No, Jason Whitelock. Whitelock. We're really seeing a lot of people gravitate to white supremacy, particularly with anti-blackness. Absolutely. Um, because they're trying to say that they are more American or more human than somebody else. And I'm grateful that in these instances, with social media, people are really starting to push back and really starting to humanize, uh, particularly black men. And I think yeah. it's, it's really great to see because a lot of people have become, have become more outraged. I think five years ago, people have been like, okay, so that's you got a job. That's like the, the burden of having a job. Oh, well. And now people are like, uh, no, she's wrong. Stop it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty deep. Treble, you had a comment? Yeah, I think um, shit like that angers me. Yeah. Because when I listen to that video, it's clear that this woman knows what she's doing. Yes. And it's insidious because she knows that all she has to do is put on this fake cry. Yep. Make it sound like she's in distress and she'll get a quicker and probably more violent response. 100%. Yeah. Than just her saying, hey, this black guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uncomfortable. 100%. You know and, and then how, how about this? Like, close your garage. Like she could have just simply closed the garage and went back in the house. I just want to know, like, had had the desired effect taken place? What do you mean? Like, had the police come? Yeah, and right, and, right. and done harm to this brother? Yeah. What's the recourse for that? Mm. Does the community and that like does the community respond to her as like you caused a murder? I mean, she should be charged. Like, if that would have happened to me again, that's that's Karen's law. We need to draft. Yeah, she should be charged mm-hmm. with that murder. She should be charged with murder because nobody was presenting a threat I, to I'm her. I'm saying throw attempted murder in here. The police. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, I agree with trouble. Like, it's insidious. It's like, you know what you are doing. You know you're not in trouble. And I don't know if the internet found her address. I'm or sure. I'm sure the internet, her internet name. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm all for 
calling these people's jobs, you not be having a job no more. Like, I'm all for that because, like you said, like, what you did was insidious. It was wrong, and you could jeopardize somebody's life. Same with the the woman with the dog where she was dragging her dog all over the place, and mm-hmm. all the brother wanted to do was watch some birds. You know what I'm saying? Like, and now you done put this brother's life on the line. Like, those people should be, you should be a pariah now. You should be, unless you do real recourse and she remember she initially came out was like oh i'm sorry then she tried to say i didn't do nothing wrong like no if if this woman did some real like i apologize i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to racist rehab Mm -hmm. miracles racist rehab like then i could see something yeah but we're not even done because there were some high school students Mm -hmm. who i guess it's saying now that they were disciplined and the wild part is this came out the story came out because the person was saying this person is sending racist messages on Snapchat and racist messages. Oh, to, so that, that's how this came out. It came out oh, because a lady put it on Twitter okay. and said, hey, I've been trying to contact the school about these white girls and about the racist messages they've been sending. I guess they were sending to some of her black relatives that were at that high school. And they said the school wasn't doing nothing. So she said, I'm going to put it out there. And then she said, like what you just said, Twitter, do what you're going to do. Right. Yeah. And Twitter leaped into action. And one of the left. videos left. <laughs> that's your friend that's your, your best friend I'm gonna just say you're a grammar hard person grammar Gestapo <laughs> no see I wasn't gonna go oh okay um, so uh, so it says at least two Philadelphia high school students are facing disciplinary action after a racist video recorded outside of the school surfaced on social media showing one girl spraying black paint on another girl's face and they made racist comments a week into Black History Month. Did you want to play that video? I mean, I actually don't. I mean, but we don't have to play it. Yeah, it's it's just because, like, this one, this is just fucking whack. Yes. Like, yes. So, I mean, yeah. So the the white girls, two white girls are spray, and there's another one in the room. It's obviously some recording. Yes. Uh, spray painting a white girl's face black. Yeah. Saying you're my slave now. Black power. Be black and proud. Just a, a whole bunch of other cheeky things. Yeah. And it's it's real like this was the one that really bothered me. I think like the Karen one was upsetting. Yeah, this was just like clearly your parents are applauding this shit. They're, maybe maybe well not. To do school, I, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but that's the thing. It's like okay, okay, okay. Your I'm parents just, know you're doing this shit. I, they you know, have to because they were probably the ones that taught you this shit. Again, I'm a dad. My son just got into an altercation. Okay, yeah, very true, very true. Very I true. didn't know. I'm going to say, I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? So, and I, but you know, I stepped in, but the boy's would, dad stepped in, we squashed it, you know, everything's good. I would only because the, the person who posted said she had reached out to the school. Yes. So, so I, it yes. was a parent that reached out? It was or? Like, a, like a cousin or a yes. sister or something. Yes, okay, yes, okay. Yes. Right. And again, like, if I, like, again, you know, it, it, was, it's a, it was a video where, um, a little boy was like screaming at the people at the supermarket and the dad found out the video and the dad brought his son up there and yeah, made yeah, him yeah. apologize. Like, so I would have to see their parents. Like if their parents did not support this, we should already heard from them now. That's what I'm saying. They like, should already be like, yo, we've disciplined. Like we don't go for this. We don't accept yeah. this in our house. That's why I came where to they the learn it from. conclusion I came to right. as a former educator. 100%. Like I see a lot of these behaviors, like yes. more time, I would say eight out of 10 times. If your child is wild as a parent, you know. I'm I'm upset if a child is spray painting my child 
anything. P- period. In any yeah. way. To me, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? That you're spraying spray. That, that's not a joke. That's not funny to me. Nah. But then when you add this racism, and you were saying, Miracle, that they contacted the school, and obviously the school didn't take action. Nah, but for me... I appreciated the TikTok trends where, like, all the white kids were celebrating Black History Month by, like, you know. Bowing down to the black people. <laughs> yeah. That's a joke. Like, it was, yes, it was yes, yes, yes. I like people, that. Yes. There are a way for people to have, you know, Black History Month. Like, Absolutely. Fun. 100%. And there are yes. people, even if, even if they didn't like it, they are like, okay, we got Black Month. It's, but it's okay. It's only four weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, people yeah, yeah. doing jokes. This was something where it was actually bullying. They were 100%. sending race, making racist Snapchats and sending it to black kids yes. um, um, at the school. And we've talked a lot a bit about how, how black parents see a lot of these charter schools, these private schools yep. as like a way out of Absolutely. blackness. Yeah. And they're really sending their kids into right. to confront white supremacy head on. I think it's why it's very important to talk to your kids about race. hundred um, percent. And I know even here we're having these conversations about all these book bans, but this is why it's so important 100%. to talk to your kids about race and, and to talk to your kids about actually accepting and being, and being right. empathetic to other people because I don't know what I would do if I go and look at my friend's social media yeah, and mm-hmm. there is somebody with a black face. I know what I would do. You know? <laughs> hey, it's I'm here hard. to talk about your daughters. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being dead up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a, I'm a daughter. And again, I'm not going there to fight the parents. I need to talk to somebody's parents. I need to know do you know this is what your daughters are doing and they're sending? And that, again, if you're not going to deal with it and the school's not going to deal with it, I'm going to deal with it. And obviously that person took matters into your own. Now your daughter's face is all over the Internet. Now when your daughter goes to try to get into a school, this is going to come up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this is like you could have dealt with this as a parent. And the school could have dealt with it. Now the school said this was the uh, St. Hubert Catholic High School for Girls. Um, said we will not disclose the finite details of individual disciplinary actions, but the level of behavior calls for a minimum of suspension and counseling and a maximum of expulsion. You know what I'm saying? And she said that this has no place at our school. Of course, they always they say that. Right. But it lives. Virtual learning. They said y'all not even coming back. Is that what they did? He said everybody the remote learning. Like we're not even yeah. gonna deal with this. Mm. But it's I think it's hard for teachers these days. And I do, you know, I'll always give props to teachers because I really appreciate them. But there is so much stuff that they have to navigate. True. Because some of these kids are just evil. That's 100%. a fact. That's a fact. Come 100%. on, miracle. A hundred percent. You know, I'm like Michael Jordan sometimes. Like some of these kids. Oh, you <laughs> have to kids. Some of these kids are just like me, and it's like it's hard, and especially if parents aren't willing to engage hard topics. Yeah, it's hard for teachers to correct this type of behavior. Yeah, and just like you said, like here you are. This, this these videos are being sent to other black students in an attempt to like mock them. Like, so then, mm-hmm. then if those black students come to school and physically put hands on you, now they are suspended. Now they're expelled. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you don't get to see like what led up to that. You had a comment trouble. Yeah. Um, I think this is why we need to <clears throat> stop this rhetoric around wokeness a hundred percent. Come on, trouble. Yeah, because it's like this is the exact reason why these little white kids think this shit is okay. A hundred percent. I'm saying yeah. because and, I, and I'm they're also, little uh, Marjorie Taylors and little you know Bor- Borbits or whatever and her name like, is. They're they're learning Bobert. this from somewhere. I'm wondering 100%. where the fuck they're learning this yeah. shit from. 
and like why there's not a bigger conversation happening about this and why certain educators in certain places can't even talk about this shit. Absolutely. Without being, you know, I mean, we're, we're in black history month and they're literally like banning the, 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 the study of our, our, our greatest scholars, mm-hmm. our greatest intellects. Right. And that all came out where the college board actually conspired with DeSantis and what happened to Come Florida on, to actually take Bill. out, you know, individuals like Kimberly Crenshaw and, mm-hmm. and Ibram Kendi, like take that, uh, information out of AP African history and then introduce black conservatism. Like what the fuck? Like, so as, as black history month unfolds, mm-hmm. you have people taking our history out. And then of course, this is what happens. It's like house nigga one Oh one, a hundred percent. And this, and, and so you see these white girls and then it's like, Oh, what do they need? They need to be educated about yeah. true black history, but y'all won't let that happen because y'all are afraid they might get woke. Miracles like, Racist Rehab needs to come in the oh picture here. Yeah. Like, what I think is, if you call somebody a slave, you kind of know about history. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know enough to be hurtful. It's just mm-hmm. like... That is true. That yeah. is true. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I'm going to show you some... Hey, there was a guy named Nat Turner. I'm about to show you a little... <laughs> oh, show you a little Nat Turner up in this bad boy. But yeah, like, what happens if some shit like this happens in Florida? Well, I mean, well, not even in Florida... it doesn't happen. Wait, look, not even in Florida trouble. In Alabama... Well... Close <laughs> I mean, no, 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 no. You're splitting hairs. No, 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 no. Because what happened in Alabama? Let's be clear. They said y'all not gonna do these here, and my black people. Yes, rose up. They did. They rose, rose up, up and walked yes. out and fought back. Yes, absolutely. So it said more than 200 students walk out of class yeah. at a Tuscaloosa high school on Wednesday after they were told by school leaders to omit certain relevant events from an upcoming student-led Black History Month program, mm-hmm. right? They said... <laughs> because a teacher... Hey, yo, it says students were told they couldn't talk about slavery and civil rights. <laughs> well, goddamn! Like, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk the about? Super Bowl, we're going to talk about the black quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't talk about slavery and civil rights because one of our administrators felt uncomfortable. That is a hey, yo. Wow. 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 We can't talk about Dr. King or Harriet Tubman. Nah. <laughs> yo, the hell? They were too divisive. They were trying to divide our country. <laughs> if only Harriet would have never been born, we could have still had slavery. <laughs> But nah, she wanted niggas to be free. <laughs> can't teach that. Dr. King was <laughs> chatting segregation. I mean, uh, 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 integration. Yes, yes. Can't yes. have that. Mm-mm. That sounds like too much like intersectionality. That sounds like Dr. King had a dream. That's woke. <laughs> God, can't have that shit. Wake up. <laughs> they said in order to know he had a dream, he must be woke. Uh, he must yep. be woke. Oh, that. yes. <laughs> Come on, he gotta man. Be, he gotta have been woken <laughs> <laughs> That's why we put that nigga to sleep. Oh, oh it's always one. Yeah, he went a bit He went too far. The MAGA Muslim came raging they, they, out. They, of they, you. they gave him a nice long sleep. No, sir. Hey, bro, come on, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> not during Black History Month. Bro, he's about to come a not dog. during Black History Month. We will not long kiss denigrate. We will not denigrate <laughs> Doctor Martin Luther King. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yo, we not. No, please. There's no disrespect to Martin Luther King. He's a these are, these are terrible, jokes. terrible, terrible jokes. So, Miracle... I'm ready for all these sixth graders to repeat these jokes. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah, I told you, that's how a race ride started in my high oh school. Oh, my God. Um, so, one of the students said, um, 
uh, Jada Holder, the senior. Why am I being censored about my culture, something that is rooted in me? Why can't I talk about it? History is history, and it's already been made, and it cannot be erased. Well, apparently, it can be erased. I mean, we just had... Alabama. Yeah, well, I mean... almost civil rights. Yes, yes, yes. Montgomery, Alabama, right? At least 30% of your infrastructure is based on tourism. Uh, uh, Miracle, um, you can't talk about Rosa Parks because that is about civil rights, and unfortunately, that makes us uncomfortable. <laughs> Sitting where white people are supposed to sit as a black woman, that's woke, Miracle. Come on. <laughs> I just, the, the unmitigated gall. Like. I mean, they, Miracle, they, they, they went to Florida. They said, we can't learn about Roberto Clemente's mm. book. Because Roberto Clemente, as a black Puerto Rican man experienced racism in America. No, he didn't. (laughs) Prove it. (laughs) He played baseball. (laughs) I mean, he can't even tell his own. Like, we can't tell. His son said, and I'm what I'm going to say. His son said that they they're going to go down there and find out about it, or no? His son said, "I I get it because you know if you raise a colorblind child and and now they're talking about racism, that may make that child uncomfortable." One hundred percent, yeah. Pretty much what that what Roberto yeah, it should make it uncomfortable. No, as in. The book bans the final with me. I understand no, that's you. not that's not what he said. No, yeah. No, he I mean, well, I don't know. I I, mean, I did. I, pull I, I did an interview miracle, and he was on there, and um, he basically well, said like, "Nah, this is my dad's story." Well, he needs you know to saying? go back and talk but, to but, the but, Washington but no. Post. So I'll say this, you know, not to to say to he's right. If you this is why you can't raise no colorblind child. To raise a colorblind child is to raise a child that is devoid of reality. Right. We do not live in a colorblind society. That's a reality. You benefit as a child, as a white person, you benefit. You benefit as a cisgender white man more than anybody. That's the reality of the world that we live in, particularly in the United States of America. You know what I'm saying? So he's right in a sense. Yeah, that, and it should, you know, like part of a learning, you know, I don't know. I mean, doesn't the Holocaust make you uncomfortable? I mean, it did. It made me uncomfortable. Does that mean that I, I shouldn't know about it? Of course, I should know about it and learn about it. So we make sure that history isn't repeated. A lot of history should make us uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Well, according to the Axios post, he said, <laughs> he, he said, he was, he's not dark skinned enough for me. For me, there's a place to have a quote being taught to a child of such a thing. If you want to as a parent, but I think that just sending a child to school as a blank canvas and putting a color or planting a seed of we are not all the same is something that kind of took me aback. And I sat down, I thought about it a little bit deeper. So now he feels like this book is, is okay for it to so be banned. So I don't think that's well, what he, he meant. Well, he call Axios okay. and get a correction. Again, I don't know what Axios is. I don't think that's what he meant. I th- like I said, if you do send your child to school as a again as I'm a blank a campus to you you're sending your child to school unprepared for the real world because in the real world you're not a blank canvas and that's the one thing like my mom would drill into me and she and man man you know uh, uh you know may she may she rest in power you know my mom's birthday was february 10th um life's not fair mm-hmm she would say, life's not fair to me all the time. And she would say, as a black person, you're going to have to work twice as hard to get the same results. She's letting me know this is the way the world works. Right. So if you aren't getting, if you think like you're just going to show up and get the same results as somebody, no, you're black, you're going to have to work. This is hard. My mom became a nuclear engineer. Like my mom was an accomplished person in the eyes of this world in terms of her job. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, so she, definitely we stand with Roberto Clemente. 
Um, <laughs> and we will we will see about if he was misquoted or not. Because like I said, I saw the interview that he did with KDKA, and he was very much saying like, "This is my dad's story. My dad faced racism. What is he going to do? Lie about his own story? Like, and it's like if you don't like, it's just, it's just so weird to me that it's like so we're just going to erase American history." And we're only going to tell the parts that make us feel good. That's what we're going to do. That's how we're moving, moving yes. forward. I went to <laughs> it's just a, weird. You know it what I'm saying? It, it's super weird. I grew up, my first instruction was a Christian private school. Yes. And I had classmates that were actually racist. I'm sure. And my parents I mean, were like, you were in Georgia, right? I yeah. was in Georgia. <laughs> and my parents were like, no, because, you know, Christianity, there are certain scriptures that people will use to quote to justify segregation. 100%. And all that. Yeah. And this one girl, we were playing on Polly Pocket, and they were like, you go be the slave. And my dad was like, oh. I will. My dad said, this school will not stand. 100%. If y'all don't correct it. 100%. A whole bunch of stuff. Um, I had, I was a kid, I gave a kid a Valentine's Day card, and the girl told me I was going to hell because interracial marriage was of the devil. Oh, wow. My dad was like, this, we will, we will yes. not. So I yes. know what it what it's like to go through. 100%. And yeah. I also know it's like to have a school and parents be like, okay, we're going to fix this. Yeah. And so these books, I think schools can do a lot more. But I also 100%. think these corporations, I also think the Major League of Baseball. 100%. Should be yes. doing a whole a lot, whole lot more, more. Yeah, a thousand percent right. And, and fighting back. And I, and I think like luckily Roberto Clemente's story, because people <laughs> know what, and Jackie Robinson, yeah. they know what happened. 100%. I think a lot of these people who talk about, oh, politics and sports don't go hand in hand are now being, like, forced to make a statement. And yeah. your silence is not going to save you. And, and it, it is. It's like, are we going to start, like, banning the movies now? I mean, this is some, Probably. like, Fahrenheit <laughs> 451 type. I mean, this is kind of, it's it's wild. I mean, but, Rosewood. Is, yeah. That's, you watch that, but listen. Yeah, I mean, and, 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 you know, Miracle Eye Experience, you know, if it wasn't for Moreauville and Gateway, I wouldn't be like a conscious person right now. I was living in Chicago, just being black around black people, living my best black life. And I got here and they was like, no, you're a nigga. I, we don't okay, care how me. light you are. You are a nigga. And it was like, oh, word. And I got busy. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I mean? Doing my, you know, of course, you know, I, you know, became who I am today. Thank you, Moroville. So you're right. Like my mom, you know, out of safeness, I was taken away from a black environment and put in a, in a white, but I had to now, face white supremacy every day at that school and that does something different to you and speaking about facing white supremacy mm. walking in the face of white supremacy mm. with strength and conviction there's a new tennessee lawmaker miracle oh, man. and this brother said yo i'm not going to just make a regular entrance right I'm going to come in with some pizzazz <laughs> my first day my first day on the hill whatever hill in tennessee Came with his afro out. He picked his afro out. You can see him in the mirror, He's right? The oil Boom! <laughs> picked his afro out and then came to work in a dashiki. And white folks, of course, lost they damn But when mind. Nancy Pelosi and everybody else do it, <laughs> it's fine. When Nancy Pelosi take a knee. Shot. So Justin Peterson, he is a Democrat from Memphis. Uh, he was sworn in. I wonder, like, did he get, like... Nat Turner's Bible or something like what <laughs> he sworn in. <laughs> Man. Um, he was sworn in, um, and he came with his hair combed out in an afro and wearing a black dashiki. He Go said, quote, this dress is resistance. This afro is resistance. 
What we are doing here is subversive to the status quo, and I think that's going to continue to make people uncomfortable. And did it make these white folk uncomfortable? Hail to the yes. <laughs> he said something. I was like, come here, brother. Maybe, maybe, maybe this isn't for you. Maybe this uh, place. Uh, 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 Representative David Hawk, of course, he's a Republican. Um, he said, I showed up one Monday night. <laughs> On two wheels trying to get in here, and I didn't have a tie on. Um, and I was reminded if you don't have a tie on, you don't get to walk into that door. Um, and but you know, that isn't a rule in Tennessee, it's a you know, there's no written rules on a tire. Oh, you best uh, I, believe it's about to be. I was just about to be. <laughs> they said it's a long standing practice for men to wear suit and tie and women to wear formal business attire. But that's why you. I want him to come in and, and wear like the, the, the Nigerian garb. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For this, that's the same thing people say about John Fetterman. Because you know he has that to wear true. a suit and tie. Yeah. yeah, like he can still go to a tailor. Yeah, like I I want him to. I want him to push. The boundaries of like menswear while he's in the Senate. Well, this is what the Tennessee Republicans tweeted in reference to Justin wearing a dashiki. They said, referencing the bipartisan and unanimous approved rules for house decorum and dress attire is far from a racist attack. If you don't like the rules, you can get at. Perhaps you should explore a different career opportunity. Take your black ass and go eat some fried chicken and watermelon. What the you hell are you doing? Get at. <laughs> get, boy. Get. My. <laughs> Damn, Napa hit niggers. In our fine institutions. That's not even how they sound. Um, it all sounds the same to me. I mean, Missouri just changed their dress codes to make sure that women right. had to be like covered. Like they couldn't like wear their the arms elbow, out. The oh my god! Um, Since you so woke, did you wake up with your hair looking like that? I can't believe you left the house with your hair looking like you brushing around with firecracker. Get out, boy. Get. You know what? Listen, to my little maga Muslim needs to come down. <laughs> um, any other comments? You have any comments on Justin? Uh, Trouble, man. I fuck with what he did. Yeah, exactly. Shout and out I to like, that man. Yeah, I like how he made the distinction that like that's not a written rule. No, nah, man. He knows his shit. hundred percent. hundred percent. It's just kind of annoying. It will be. I mean, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. It's probably a rule now. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> they probably met that night. This nigger will not disrespect our <laughs> our house. I need, I need to write this in a in a quill. With the, <laughs> <laughs> like I this. I come in with like a kente suit. Yes. And like a skinny tie. And just give them fashion. Come like on, every day. Every day. But every day. It does, it does make day. me question, if you're going to be representing people, why not dress like the people you're representing? Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Because that makes sense. Absolutely. Because that makes sense. This is bizarre trouble, world. trouble, Nancy Pelosi has a lot of black constituents. So when don't she you, put on dare. that dust. Don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> she was when she took that knee, Damn. she was you know representing. Can we turn his mic off? Can we turn his mic off, please? But I will say there is a the history of grooming and that was actually pretty good. Standards. That was pretty good. Actually, comes every time black people get freedom and, mm. and equality, mm. there are it's a documented fact that grooming yes. standards come in. So, they can, in the 70s and the Afro, yes. that's when a lot of people had to say you had to be clean cut and all that type of things. Mm. So, like, yes. grooming standards are also racist, 100% racist, but you know. So, I don't know. I, okay, I, I was about to say I didn't get the time. Now, do we want to get into, of course, yeah. our favorite. We need a George Santos drop. Like, do we want to get into George Santos 
or do we want to get into the new, the 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 woman George Santos, the new George Santos? Do we want to get into the old and? New? I mean, you know, kind of interested in this new George Santos. Oh, the new George Santos. Who's that? Is a uh, Republican representative Anna Paul- Paulina yeah. Luna. And what's what's interesting about her is she, she's making some very bold claims. Yeah, I mean, about her lineage. Yeah, it's just like upbringing. But yeah. what was was wild? Like when you read about her, like she just started using her last name Luna. Like, like they basically said her whole life she never identified as like Latinx. Like not once. Like yeah. she just passed as a white woman her whole life until That's she wild. saw an opportunity <laughs> to get some votes. <laughs> she was like, "Where the tacos?" Oh shit! Oh my god! <laughs> no. <laughs> She saw opportunity to get some votes and she just embraced her whole entire Mexican heritage. La Supremacia Blanca. (laughs) (laughs) So she was. uh, So, and again, she said she was raised Jewish. (coughs) Her her grandfather said. Similar to. Similar to Sans, I mean, uh, George Santos. He said Jewish. <laughs> yeah, I'm Jewish, not Jewish. I'm Jew hyphen ish. That's not what he said. He said his parents survived the Holocaust. That dude he straight came lied. Back and brought it back and said he, he's been Jewish. So she claimed that her grandfather raised her Jewish, but apparently her grandfather did not know. Fought for the Nazis. <laughs> You can't make this up. You can't make the man's from Germany, Miracle. And the man fought for the Nazis in Germany. It's her grandfather. There is a. a what is wrong with these people? Again, I, I'm always astounded <laughs> by the fact that, like, after the World War, all the Nazis went to, like, South and Latin America. Yes, 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 and yes, then yes. Reproduced because, again, yes. doesn't make sense. But what I want to know is why people are claiming, claiming Judaism, this Jewish identity to yeah. push white supremacy. Yeah, it's weird. And how they feel like get away it, with it. I think they feel like because they're claiming a Jewish ancestry or they a heritage, can get away with it. Yeah. They can because yeah. they, they feel like they're safe from persecution. 100%. You can't say anything against me because I'm Jewish, but yeah. I can say something about you. Right. And then I feel like they feel like this is their shield. This is their armor. 100%. Right. Somebody like a Stephen Miller, who is Jewish, but one of the architects of a lot of the white supremacists, uh, particularly around immigration that came out of Trump's White House. You could just like you said, you could always say, no, I'm Jewish. I face discrimination, too. And she said she was a Masonic Jew. It claimed it said she registered to vote in 2015 miracle as white, not of Hispanic origin. Mm. This is 2015. This isn't 20 years ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, Listen, but but now you're Hispanic. In 2020, oh, she after, had a she had a racial awakening after the death of George. <laughs> I too have been Ooh. called names. Oh. She like so many people had a racial awakening and felt the need to deep, delve deeper into their identity because nobody wanted to be white. Let's be very honest. Nobody wanted to be white anymore in 2020. That is fascinating. And so a lot yeah. of people went to go and started claiming things. Like I was reading yeah, an article. Yeah, including uh, Luna. And yeah. they were saying shamanism is like one of the fastest growing religions. Interesting. And because like, of my man at the, uh, at the, at the Capitol with know, the, with the, uh, oh, the water shaman. buffalo hat. So <laughs> I think that you're going to start to see a lot of communities begin to gatekeep. Yeah, because because of colonialism, you, I know people, you're down for that miracle. Oh, I am. Miracle's listen, gonna be at the gate like listen, hell no. Like, nope, 
Like, excuse me, Mr. Mahomes. I know you have two Super Bowl rings, but you got to step to the side. <laughs> your father can be your stand Your father can come in. Your daughter is not coming in. No, I wouldn't do that. I, I yes, do you would. Think, no, I really wouldn't. I think we have to start having a cultural. And for me, yeah. for my Jewish friends, I always thought that Judaism was something that was very distinctive. 100%. Like you ha- it had to be matrilineal. You had to grow right. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. had to go through certain like religious um, observances. You had to speak the language, all yeah. types of things. And so for me, I'm very astounded that we now have fake Jewish people. Yeah. In Just office. popping up everywhere. Yeah. Because like black people. I They're all because, Republicans too. Like we 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 black people give a black card. You do a little dance, okay? Yeah, black. yeah, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're at the barbecue under, kicking I, it with I us. I can yeah. understand people being black. I I can understand a Rachel Dolezal. I can't understand a Rep Luna or a Rep. Sandra yeah, especially the, they said like her father was Catholic, and but then her mom said, "Oh, but he embraced this Messianic Jewish faith," and you know, it just it just all again. It's like a thing where. She saw an opportunity. And like you said, I just wish you would just keep it real. You yeah, saw an opportunity yeah. and she could check some boxes. Oh, I can embrace my Latinx heritage and that gives me an opportunity. Latino, because remember they don't. Oh, like the Latino heritage, right? I embrace. The Republicans don't like that. Yeah. I could, ma- you know, she made up some story of I like. Mean, he is to <laughs> Her confronting uh, some, some dude confronted her with a gun that that wasn't what the police report said. So it's like, I can take all of these things and I could just hype them up. And it worked. She got elected to Congress, just like it worked for Santos. I mean, Santos just went out there and said, yeah, you know, when I started my business in 2001. (laughs) When he was 13. When you were 13 years old. Baby genius, man. (laughs) You started your business, but he can say anything. It's like, I can say, like, he's not doing an interview with 60 Minutes where they're going to, like, check him and they have the facts. He's on Newsmax. They don't care. They're not going to check his facts. They're not. And they, like these Republicans, they want to appear inclusive so badly. It's almost like I feel like I wish they hadn't gave the game away. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's getting, they're going to mess it up for some other people to try yeah. to come in there and just make up. I mean, you could just make up some stuff, raise a lot of money from these Republicans and run for some office, take the money and bounce. Mm. I mean, it's, this is a scam today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good scam. It is a good scam. And it's working. Okay, MAGA Muslim. It is. Hey, bro. Niggas if, love scamming. If you. <laughs> hey, you. Right. He's you, about to. You're a black Muslim era. Listen, hey, bro. You will kill the game. He's about to announce his you will kill the game. for Republican Senate. Gotta do something, man. Um, <laughs> Gotta do something. It was. Let's get these white pages out the way, shall we? Can we? But. But. George Santos was charged with stealing puppies. <laughs> <laughs> with stealing puppies? I mean, it's too, like, the more, it's like, he's a, a super villain. He's like an onion of scammers. Like, the more you peel the onion, it's just more scams keep coming. Yeah. He may owe thousands for traffic violations in two states. It's like, what was you doing, <laughs> my nigga? Scamming, my nigga. He was, he was internationally scamming. My bro was about, he's about that life. Man. Santos George is Scamtos. about that life. Scamtos, yes. Scamtos. Scamtos. Oh, you know. Jorge Scamtos. Hold up, hold up. Before we get to White Pages. There was an actor. Oh, man. Man, like, yo, Big Drees. <laughs> My man. Our Terry Crews of the Week. Our big, Terry Crews of the Week. He big Drees. Elba. Man, and Speaking he, yo, of the Wire. No, man is from the no, road, too. No. Like, man Speaking is from the road, the too. No. This is anti-black. We need no, to read. What? No, no, no. He's anti-black. No, no, no. Idris Elba not said. Idris, not my Idris. Not my you Idris. You don't even like the Wire. What you Let's talking about? Okay. <laughs> what? I like Luther. 
Idris Elba, and Luther is kind of corny to me. Idris Elba stopped calling himself. This is what he said. I stopped calling myself a black guy. Hey, bro, whatever you call us. Yo, when the white folks see you. Leave Idris alone. You are black, my nigga. He said, I'm not black, I'm OJ. <laughs> okay. okay. It said, um, because it creates limitations for his career. I think you've been doing all right, my nigga. <laughs> I think, I think it's safe to say so you've be been the okay. first black James Bond. Oh, my God. Yeah. I yeah, think yeah. You, it did wonders for your career. But, I, but shout out to our brother, John, John Boyega. Boyega. Another man from the road. Yes. Another man John from the road. John Boyega came with the, with the, with the strap. Listen. Right? Pause. Uh, oh, $40,000. $40,000. <laughs> I've been very, I've been very quiet this episode. John Boyega said, "I think we should fixate on who's typecasting and putting actors in boxes because of this, not on making weird adjustments for him." That's why he called him a weirdo. Weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> he said, man. We continuously focus on what we have to do so they don't do this or that. Very worrying. We black, and that's that. Go ahead, John Boyega. Can we get some gunshots for John Boyega? We black. So then now Idris felt weird and uncomfortable. <laughs> so he responded, there isn't a soul on this earth that can question whether I consider myself a black man or not. You question it, nigga. Mm. Being an actor is a profession, like being an architect. They are not defined by race. However, if you define your work by race, then that's your prerogative. And like, the thing is, it's like, bro, oh, like, we call you an actor. Yes, we don't call you a black actor. 100%. Mm-hmm. Hollywood yes. might call 100%. you a black actor. Variety. All these. White people call you a black actor, bro. Mm. Like, you know the term is there whether you want to accept it or not. 100%. But within our communities, you are still yeah, an you actor. Yeah, you're an actor, You, you big Drees, right? Yeah, yeah. We, yo, men know, men know you from the road, bro. Yeah. We know you as, you know what I mean, before Stringer Bell, you was a road man. Be that. That was in the past, bro. Mm. But I'm no, I'm saying, but, but he like, wasn't that- a black road man. <laughs> I guess order man them off the road of black in it. He was just a road man. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, like you know, but that's what helped you get these roles. Come on, is bro. your black experience? Why you think you was on the wire? Come on, man. He was a black man. Come here, stop that. And, and the thing, like you said, like it reminds me of if there's a there's a famous interview every time you know when I see it after retweeted of Toni Morrison mm-hmm. talking to this white woman. Journalist, you see, you know what I'm talking about. Where the journalist asked her, like, basically, like, are you ever gonna go mainstream and write about white people? And she said, you would never ask a white author mm-hmm. if he was gonna go write about some black people. Yeah, you would never. She was like, you don't know how profoundly racist the question you just asked me is because you're not gonna do that mm-hmm. because to you, like Tom Sawyer and all that is just literature. Yeah. Then when when it's Toni Morrison, it's black literature. When it's Zora Neale Hurston, it's black literature. You call it black literature. These women are writing from their experience, just like the damn um, uh, Mark Twain was writing from his experience. You see what I'm saying? And so, like, but when we do it, you label it black. You know what I'm saying? So come on, man. I, I'm, I'm with John Boyega. Like, they put that title on you. They should make be the ones changing, not us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. And as we as we talk about an author. Tony Morrison, we will segue into our white pages. Yes, we have our white pages. Did you white want to introduce this? Uh, pages. Um, you did a you did a you did a great a, a better job today, Miracle Two, of speaking into the mic. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. We could hear you clearly. 
my people. Yes. Are, are we your people or are we too light? <laughs> oh, my God. You got to let that go. I, never, I, I defended your blackness. Let's be very clear. Uh, Thank you. I have always defended your blackness. Oh I never God. said you were not black. Thank you, oh Miracle. My God. That is hilarious. You called yourself an octomaroon, not me. Oh, no, I didn't. Oh. Listen. Tilly actually called me one. Oh, that is not cool. That is mean. She's a very mean person. Five decades of writing about black lives, my people, by, I think, Charlene Hunter-Galt. I hope I said that correctly. If not, I apologize, Charlene. I'm going to just do both. Shout out to you, yeah. You know. Um, So this is a really good conversation about um, black people. So um, one one segment is blacks are developing programs to fight crime in communities. Another one is how blackish impacts hard topics. With humor and nuisance, nuance, 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 nuance. 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 <laughs> um, a trip to Leverton, uh, another one. So it's just basically different conversations uh, about black people, about black art, black culture, um, and this is over five decades worth of work. So yeah. it's really, really amazing. You should go out and get you a copy. Get you a copy. Um, and do we have any announcements coming up? Is there anything? happening uh in the city that we want to share that's happening going on mm-hmm. and we will have some announcements coming up uh very shortly um do we uh, want to make our official announcement no, no. i have a not comedic- yet not yet okay. no no, no we're gonna hold that I, I have a comedic announcement oh you about to take the stage again no but i am going to be oh. tabling <laughs> at bakery square this <laughs> Woo! Yes, yeah, and yeah. where will you be tabling? A funny place, At right? Anthropology this weekend, yes. February 18th from 12 to 4 p.m. Yes. Come out. We'll be selling merch. Yes. Um, so if people like our One Hoods t-shirts or sweatshirts, Absolutely. you can come and, and, and buy them. Um, and shout out to Anthropology for reaching out to, to One Hood to be a participant in this tabling. We might be doing some other tabling. We haven't gotten, I haven't gotten a response to that other tabling piece um, but there's a lot going on. Um, Dr. Cornell West will be in town uh, tomorrow on. Well, well, as, you, as you're watching this, Cornell West will be speaking. And also, um, as this airs, we will be celebrating another national holiday. Come on, man. Come on. We will be celebrating the birth. Come on. Of the honorable minister to Syria. <laughs> blow, 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 blow. Yes. Oh, yes. So, so now we're celebrating birthdays and holidays. I want all the birthday love in the comments. Yeah, we celebrated Farouk's birthday. Is Did we? What? Mm-hmm. what? We didn't? What? I was making a joke because you were like, you don't celebrate. Oh, I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. No, I don't. That's, uh, that's yo, please talk about the origin of your birth. Uh, what, what you say oh, about yes. your birthday? Yes, yes, Here's yes, the yes. Expl- explanation yeah, of your birthday. Too, I was too hard. I refused to be born. On Valentine's Day. It was too hard. I, I held on. I was born at 1220 a.m. February 15th because, you know, man's heart is cold, man. You know, man, them's no, heart. Man, not hot. <laughs> man's not hot. Man, them hearts. Yo. Made of steel. <laughs> so February 15th became the day. Yeah. yeah. I can't share my day. Yeah. My birth was some holiday. No. Come on, I mean, such an I need all the love, Miracle, for me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's what very, sign are you Very Aquarius. Yes, yes. We bring the water to all the people. We are the water bearers. Um, also on, I think, Friday the 17th, John Carlos will be in the city um, oh, doing really? a conversation at Pitt. Yeah, that's on our social media. If you check our social media Damn, right now, I did. Um, John Carlos will be here. So if you want to register and hear from John Carlos, that's this Saturday as well. 
My brother. Friday, I will also be speaking at an event called A Spiritual Legacy at Pittsburgh Mennonite Church. Oh, yeah. Dope, dope. Um, excellent, excellent. Uh, shout out to the to the Mennonite Church. Um, uh, Pastor Swanson doing some great work. Um, anything else happening? Nah, man. We'll, oh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll see y'all next week. We got some dope announcements coming soon, so just stay tuned. It's been another episode of This Week in White Supremacy. Peace. One hood, y'all. Welcome to the whitest house. Slave souls haunt the halls when the light is out. They suck the blood of your door and the wipe their mouth. The last gasp of a world that is dying out. Welcome to the whitest house, where every room is a tomb that they lie about. Where you can put your filthy feet on the finest couch. And for the right amount, you can even buy it out. That's the essence of your entire political identity. You might be a white supremacist.